Yo, what's up, everybody? Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. I don't know. I'm not Jewish. Kwanzaa. Fuck it. Happy holidays. Welcome back to the Sons of Liberty podcast. Yeah. Didn't expect to hear us before the end of the year, but you know what? We pull through. We're built different. And part of being built different is the autism. My name is King Chow. Season 2 is never coming out. I still have hopes. My name is Kaika. I'm a dirty D2 casual. I'm Sunny Hawkeye. I'm, I'm at Wits End. I'm gonna <laughs> trust. Bro, no, no, no. Game in. Sons of Liberty Game End Pact? Yeah, Game End. Game End? Yeah, what if we all like wear chicken suits and kill ourselves? Bro, can I just say that? <laughs> that uh, Game End thing. It's like, I think a few Pyrocynical started it for like 2016. That's oh, the... so old. The furry so pedophile guy. Pro mood. I I did not say that. <laughs> Anyways, um, as per usual, uh, in these these funny, silly little uh things we do, podcast episodes we make, we've always got to start with the man, the myth, the eh, kind of a legend. Yeah, let's not call him sure. a legend. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Back. I, mean, I did as old Sleepy as Joe. Legend, Sleepy know. Joe. Pretty old I mean, yeah, to me, he could be considered a legend. Yeah. By the way, uh, I don't know if anybody will be able to get to see this until the next uh, Liberty Live stream, which will be, you know, we'll see. But um, Sonny, being the great friend that he is, got me. <laughs> and I, and I, I really must. I really must emphasize. A one-to-one scale life-size cardboard cutout of the man himself, <laughs> President Joe Biden. Totally forgot about that. And I still haven't found a place to put him. So you he's just found a place chilling. To put him? No, no. Okay, I, I, I not a permanent place. He's chilling in my closet, <laughs> looking directly <laughs> into my soul, and has been doing this for a month. And I, I, I've gotten used to it. I've gotten used to it. Uh, Joe just sits in the corner of my room, and I'm just like, okay, this is normal now. Bro, <laughs> like, watch. When you fall asleep, he's definitely sniffing your hair. Bro. No doubt. Hey, you know what? Nah, nah, nah. He, can't, he can't be sniffing my hair. I'm I'm, uh, I'm legal age now, so I'm not as He's uninterested. Yeah, he's uninterested. <laughs> Sorry to tell you this. Yeah. Hey, but maybe as a ritual for the next Liberty Live, we could... uh. We could, we, Put him in your room somewhere. Oh my god, like, we, could, we could all sniff his... his hair. Oh, I'm killing myself. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> you know what? Uh, the, the chicken suit thing sounds like a good idea now. <laughs> That's going to be an amazing short and TikTok. Uh, okay. Anyways, yeah. Weekly Joe Biden slam. It's not weekly and it's not really about Joe Biden, but it's a topic. Uh, yeah, before we get into that, before we get into that, I just want to mention, guys, we have been getting ass fucked by YouTube with our TikToks and our shorts. Like oh no, another conservative outlet crying about how they were censored. We are being censored, boys. We're the content's not even that offensive. Well, it's not offensive at all. Of course, I, that that's <laughs> we're never the, in the wrong. That's the funny, right? It's it's not that offensive. It, yeah, we're, we're, it's it's already offensive by virtue of us posting it. But we have to put the that in there so that people understand that it's not us calling for furry genocide again. I would say a good 35% of our content is just funny jokes, you know? And yeah. A lot of people don't understand that because they live in these bubbles and you can't really get them out. And I just want to make this clear. If YouTube's watching this, 
Stop. They're not. They're Sniffing not. Sniffing our ass. All right. It is Leave all bots. Alone. It is Please. all bots. The only oh. thing, the only thing sniffing our asses at YouTube is <laughs> either a monkey hitting buttons or a bot. It's it's metal. It's it is a it is not a human being. It is not, bro. It is metal. That makes me sad. Just, just it so is sad. A, it, it is metal, or it is a monkey, or it is somehow both. But yeah, please, YouTube, don't don't sniff our ass. Right? I don't know please. why you're like why you're like begging to the the higher ups of YouTube above. If YouTube actually knew about us and like cared about us, they would probably do much much worse than the occasional takedown and slap on the wrist. Now We're bro, like now, trust, trust, trust. I feel like as soon as we get famous, we instantly become like on somebody's hit list. Which is why I'm kind of glad that we're never gonna pop off. Forty subs, gang. Yeah. Nah, bro. Trust, trust. We, they're they're my boys. All right, trust. The day we get famous is the last day of our lives. But hey, you know what? You're right. You know what? We're yeah. all we're all gambling on something. Yeah, you know this could pay off. It could pay off. You never know. Yeah, maybe we get famous talking about politics on the internet. <laughs> and and Hitler. Anyways, Joe Biden, guys. Speaking of politics, Joe Biden, good transition, right? Yep, flawless. <laughs> um, so this topic actually requires a little bit of context. <laughs> okay, when, when no, no, hold on, hold on. I'm I'm gonna have a brain aneurysm. Yeah. Every single topic requires context. That's the point of the podcast, right? Just, but this one, just say it. You, you, I'm gonna say this right now. I'm gonna say what he did, and you're gonna be like, "Wow, that was really pointless," but it it makes sense. Okay, trust. All right. So I think it was last week. The Senate Republicans and Senate Democrats they agreed to sign an omnibus spending bill, basically a giant pork bill, filled with unnecessary provisions, so that each party has what they need in there, and so that it can get passed. It's basically a giant uncompromising bill that we just stack shit inside so we could get it passed so each party is happy and this bill is going to cost us 1.7 trillion dollars so I'm... if you thought inflation was bad just just wait all right well it, you know i i'm almost kind of relieved i'm genuinely almost kind of relieved and the reason why is because what you said it was like 1.6 trillion 1.7 1.7 that that's better that's actually better than the what was it like five point five trillion bill that yeah. uh, they were like trying to squeeze through the door. I think it was either earlier this year or late twenty twenty one. Like <laughs> the fact that one point one trillion is like one point seven improve- one point seven. <laughs> if you remember, the decimals are not unimportant. The decimals are a hundred billion each. Remember that. But yeah, one point seven trillion. The fact that that's like like a step up, like that's good, is very, very depressing. Yeah, and you would assume, oh, Senate Republicans, why would they ever agree to this giant spending bill? Don't they fall back on their conservative principles that tell them, hey, this is bad? Nope. It's actually quite political. So if you guys don't know this, and I'm sure you guys do, because you listen to us, of course, um... Republicans actually took back the House in the previous election, or the most recent election. Problem is, 
they have a razor thin majority. It's like less than 10 seats, which it is was basically supposed to be the break. red wave. It turned it out to be kind of a red trickle, you know? Yeah. And right now everyone. Okay. I don't know about two months ago or three months ago. What before the election happened, everyone presumed Kevin McCarthy was going to be the speaker of the house right after they take back the house. Problem for Kevin McCarthy now is it's uncertain if you'll be Speaker of the House. In fact, there might be another Democrat Speaker in the House with a Republican majority because in order to become Speaker, you have to get that majority of the votes in the House. But if enough Republicans side with another Speaker, another Republican Speaker, and don't give their votes to Kevin McCarthy, if Democrats just coddle together another Speaker of the House and get more votes... Then the next Republican speaker, they get to have a speaker in the House even though they have a minority. And this is all Kevin McCarthy's fault. He does not know how to control the Republican base in the House. Um, and to be fair, it's a lot of the, the the people on the right, the really, I guess, I want to call them extremists. You could call them extremists, but I wouldn't. More, the, the people that are very far end on the, on the spectrum, right, to the right, So they are not supporting him. Wait, hold on. So... So the people who are, like, actually far-right. I wouldn't say that because I don't think there are far-right people in Congress. Um, so, I, I'm sorry. I, I think I think you might be sending mis, mi, mi, uh, mixed signals here. So yeah. there's moderate-right, which is basically just centrist, but you don't like taxes. Then there's, like, what you might call middle-right, which is, you know, generally conservative... You know, votes Republican pretty much always. You know, flexible on ver- some issues, but only to a certain degree. Then there's like, um, uh, somewhere in between there and far right is I'm assuming what you're talking about. Well, I'll uh, describe it to you. Okay, sure. Matt Gates, I wouldn't consider him far right. A lot of the left would. His full fo- or well, yeah, what but he the would... left considers everybody far right. So that's not really like helpful. Right, let me explain to you his general philosophy. He doesn't sure. like high taxes. Yep. He he does believe there should be um, traditional family values instilled into the American public. Okay. He does disagree with gay marriage, but he will never sign a bill that excludes um, you know, gay people from doing what they want. Based. Right, with their own lives. Cause yeah. They, he doesn't think the government should be involved. And that person is considered far right because of his social politics he does believe that there needs to be family values instilled in the american public and that's what well left... what is what does he mean by instilled i think that's the biggest point he won't enforce it but he thinks it would be better if we had family values okay that that seems like a, a solid like you know somewhere just general right not moderate not extremist yeah I general think... right there's debate, right, whether Hitler should be placed on the left or the right. The, oh, the boy. The left, the right. Oh, right. boy. I'm thinking yeah, extreme that's left. Cope. Not gonna lie. I think extreme left I'm, sounds I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry, but that's Cope. Well, yes, okay, where would you I, place I, him? I would say that um, the, the ideology of National Socialism, because the way that like Hitler, like Adolf Hitler specifically executed it, that could be debated. But I want yeah. to talk specifically about the ideology that, you know, Hitler put into place, which is not traditional fascism, 
not really even esoteric fascism, but national socialism, which had esoteric elements. But again, that's that's kind of, I, I would say, not really core to the base. The point is, um, Germany's national socialism was supposed to be a third positionist uh, framework. So there's essentially two primary political ideologies you know, back then that, that the fascist theory was supposedly giving an alternative option to, and that is socialism and capitalism. In the fascist's point of view, both lead to, you know, degeneracy, wasted potential, you know. Uh, we're not going to go down that route too far because, you know, I- I'm going to yeah. be honest, I know way too much about um, political theory and it gets very esoteric very quickly. But basic, well, esoteric in multiple ways. But to to hammer it home, essentially, the capitalists were greedy. The communists were greedy, but in a different way. They wanted to, you know, steal from everybody, you know, redistribute. You know, uh, not very. They're they're like progressive, anti-traditionalist. The capitalists sell out culture. Fascists was uh, proposed the third uh, solution. The third way. Um, wait, fuck, hold on. I'm sorry. I need to make sure that I'm not, like, talking out of my ass real quick. Uh, the, the the power of editing. This will all be cut out. Th- this will this, all be, this, wait, third this, position. Whoa. Okay. Third position is yeah. a set of neo-fascist political ideologies that were first described in Western Europe following World War II. Developed in the context of the Cold War. I'm just reading off Wikipedia. It developed what? its name through the, the claim that, that it represented Wikipedia. that it represented a third position between the capitalism of the Western Bloc and the communism of the Eastern Bloc. I was correct. I was correct. Okay, so basically, so so you have capitalists, you have communists, and then the third position was fascism. But capitalism and communism are part of our dichotomy. So how do you make a third position? in a dichotomy well generally you uh combine aspects of the two with novel ideas and that's what that's what the nazis were what the nationalist framework of the national socialists um and the social framework of the national socialists were borrowed uh different aspects from uh you know the left wing and the right wing the, na- the nationalism was to secure, um, you know, sort of a cultural, ethnic, racial identity. Uh, and the socialism was to ensure that everybody in that in-group was cared for and, you know, everything was equal and fair between them uh, at the price and uh, subjugation of the out-group. Um, initially, the plan was to just, um, you know sort of export and, you know, forcibly deport everybody who was not part of the in-group, part of the, you know, racial hierarchy. But eventually it turned into, no, actually, you can't leave. Come to my, my, my fun little, my fun little ghetto. Go on my funny little train. And, and you know the rest of the story from there. So essentially, um... That was really fucking dark. I just realized I'm like 
I, I'm saying it in this, like, sardonic, ironic tone, but I just realized I'm making light of the fucking Holocaust, which... Oh, boy. But basically, uh, that was that was the sort of idea behind fascism and Nazism in particular as a third position between or away from capitalism and communism. Uh, the way where that sort of comes back into this is that uh, Adolf Hitler and his Nazi regime isn't really left or right. I mean, in practice, it was very clearly... Uh, an execution uh, very similar to the USSR in a lot of ways, uh, both in their propensity to genocide, in their um, you know absolute failure to care for their people, using very similar rhetoric. So I would say, to whatever degree you can call the USSR left, is to the degree that you could call the Nazis right. The problem is that both nations... Uh, sort of fundamentally run on a communist framework, and obviously communism is left-wing. Um, the difference lies in where, how they applied uh, globalism versus isolationism. Uh, and of course, it's funny, because even though um, you might not get this from researching the USSR, they were also very isolationist and fairly nationalist, so... It's... It, I'm basically, I'm saying all this to say it's somewhere in the middle. I would probably put them closer to left than right just because of the overarching socialist communist framework that defines the both of them. And also that fascism and socialism are very closely related in a lot of ways, not the least of which being their totalitarian natures. And like, I don't know about authright because there are right-wing fascists, absolutely. But if you're like liberate, if you're like a libertarian or a centrist, or like just a general classical liberal, which has nowadays been put on the right by the Overton window moving, that's the exact opposite of you. So it really just comes down to how you think about politics and where you put people on the scale. I would say um, in order from left to right, it would be... Um, the USSR, then Maoist China right behind, then the Nazis probably somewhere in the middle, and then, like, like Mussolini's, like, Italy, a little bit closer to the right. Interesting. <laughs> I kind of popped <laughs> off there! <laughs> Words from hearing all that, to be honest with you. I'm... Okay, basically, like they're kind of slightly left, but like not really. It's complicated. Let me let me tell you this. All right, I uh, I was taking a political science class. Um, probably almost a year ago at this point in college, and my professor, who I enjoyed his class to a great degree. He said you could basically tell someone's political leanings by where they place the Nazis on the political spectrum, on a two-axis political spectrum. If they place them on the right, they're probably on the left. If they place them on the left, they're probably on the right. So, But anyways, my point was, Matt Gates, who was uh, not supporting Kevin McCarthy, is not on the fucking extremist right. He will not mandate, you know... 
Yeah, I know. Uh, traditional it, marriage across everyone. It, well, it's, yeah, but that's not it. even then, that's even just kind of like barely far right. I, I would say in general, I well, okay, that's not true. Like mandating that, like that, that traditional marriage be imposed on everybody. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty far into the traditionalist camp. But yeah, yes, no. Obviously, he is not actually an extremist. It's just, it's just another. It's another rug pull. It's another. You know, classic one, two. You're a Nazi. You're a fascist. Because he disagreed yeah. with me. You know. And by the way, those type of people would never get elected into Congress with the current makeup of the American populace. It just would never happen. Um, but that's what the left tries to push. You know, to to put down conservatives. Anyways, Kevin McCarthy doesn't have enough votes because his base is split. Democrats might actually have a Democrat speaker in the House, even though they are in the minority, which would be. Super, super interesting, and it would be the biggest L that any political party has taken ever. All right, that is a huge L if Democrats have a House speaker in the next uh, Congress. L for who? It'd be Republicans. It'd be the Great. biggest L ever. Like, God, you do not like... understand how big of an L this would be. I feel you like have... we, we kind of had something going on in 2019, yeah. 2018, 2017, e- even a little bit of 2020. But now it's like, it's bad. We we just be kind of taking L's a lot. Yeah. This um, this, this sucks. Really. So, anyways, remember this big omnibus bill that's one point seven trillion dollars. Yeah. So ironically, Joe Biden he's going on vacation, right? Because it's it's New Year's or whatever. Yeah. And he went to this place called Saint Croix. I don't know how to pronounce it. Crocs. Yeah. Whatever. It's some weird place, right? Yeah. Maybe it's not weird, but it's somewhere. I don't know where it is. Anyways, instead of Joe Biden staying an extra day, which would have been today, the December 30th, at Washington, to sign the omnibus bill into law, some person from D.C. is going to go on a jet with the bill in hand, give it to the president, the president's going to sign it, that person's going to take that bill back on that jet, Go back to DC. What happened to carbon f- footprint p- people? Like, I thought we were supposed to save the trees. <laughs> Joe Biden yeah, is literally having a guy tree, with a fucking piece of paper flying to him just so he could sign something, and then he could go- he goes back to Washington DC. That is super not environmental friendly, and like, I just want to know where AOC is on this. You know, I got all know. right. Yeah, uh, get a get, get uh, Greta Thunberg back on the line. <laughs> You know, Greta Thunberg, she's going to be talking about in this episode. So. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, good, Yo, good, good, Greta good chat. Thunberg, like, low-key looks like if, like, she ran into a brick wall, and, like, that's the outcome of it. You ever notice that? Like, her face is, like, like it looks, like, so fucked up and smashed. Oh, my God. We Yo, do not roast you... appearances on the Sons of Liberty channel. All right, what'd you no. smash, though? What'd you smash? Be what the fuck? Isn't she a minor? Yeah, isn't no, she 19. a kid? She's no, 19. Are you sure? You can search it up. EDP vibes, bro. Real. Dude, she, she was born in the same year as us. Bro. Bro. No, why are you yeah. talking? Whoa, 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 whoa. No, it, it's fine. It's fine. All, all he wants is a cupcake. Correct. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> no, no, shut up. No, 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 that's bad. She's she's our age, all right? She was born in 2003. So, oh. I, uh, that is not. Oh, I love that. So, anyways, also, I'm pretty sure you just doxed us. What do you mean, doxed? Same year as this, 2003. Well, it, it means Bro. like 
no matter what, people will be able to find our exact. She looks like she would try it. Like she would just be screaming at me every time I talked to her. No, well, she yeah, I that. think. If, yeah, she, yeah. if she knew you were on Soul, yeah, probably. No, yeah, but probably... it's like a Latin American kind of thing. You know, they just scream at you. You know, even oh, though it's conversation. Oh, uh, is this, is this more like Mexicans hating Mexicans racism? Okay, cool. <laughs> no, what I'm saying it's like I feel like it would be that kind of relationship because like, I feel like it's just all activists, you know. Well, yeah. Yeah, we would never get along. But then in the end, sure. we gotta ask her what colors her Bugatti. So. Nah, see, that's the real question. <laughs> but what colors are Bugatti? Our Bugatti is like you know, it's like the color red, yellow, blue, bro. Red, red, yellow, blue. Oh what's... yeah, what color is her cobalt? Oh no, <laughs> you're boxing yourself at that point, bro. It's a, it's a valid question. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So Joe so Biden Sonny, is. Uh, kind I of never threat. got the answer to the question. Would you smash? Would I smash? Oh my god. Yeah. Me? Yeah. Personally, I just smashing. Like it... no relationship. Yeah, no relationship. <laughs> it's a hard one, bro. This is really creepy. I just, I literally just. <laughs> this is this is so question. fucking creepy. Oh I'm my god. Be out yeah, of respect uh, of her, I'm gonna say no. Oh my respect. god! I, ju- I just realized this is this is the this is the cross compass version of like AOC pointing at Republicans and being like, "Oh my god, you you like, want to date me? You want to date me so bad?" Bro, like, you I remember when she wanted to date with her boyfriend? Like everyone went crazy about her feet, bro. Oh, her boyfriend's feet. Right. Oh, is her boyfriend's feet? Yeah. yeah. Them, oh, yeah. those are good times man Fuck. good times yeah good times anyways um we're, we're gonna talk about greta thunberg a little bit more the, later in later podcast. on but first and, and we all yeah. know kaika wants to we, smash we, we anyway. need to talk no, no, about no, no. I would never, bro. She's, she's low on the totem pole anyways you are you are out of pocket for that one all right enough all right, go for it okay so we talked about one president you probably saw this coming a mile away because of the date of this video it's the only topic in the script that's actually relevant. You know it. You probably don't love it unless you're like a number one Trump guy, but Trump. Oh my God. I. <sighs> Brief. Donald Trump released a line of NFTs. And he said, in particular, that the limited edition cards, one could make a very great Christmas gift for them, with them. Oh yeah, he could. What are you, what are you guys' thoughts on the the Trump non-fungible token lineup? I don't know, what's everyone's like thing about making nfts right now like generally this year like what the fuck like it's just, i find nfts like stupid to buy smart to sell i feel okay. like i've said this already in the that podcast. is based yeah I, i'm pretty sure we 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 covered um nfts quite a bit uh in a previous episode i want to say like probably in like the late 20s or early 30s of the this whole podcast yeah but like i mean hey don't get me wrong after seeing a few of them, they look okay, but I feel like I could just print them, like, on my computer, put them on Right, the click the screenshot, yeah. Exactly, it's like... Okay, so, these these guys, they don't understand the inherent value of NFTs. NFTs no, I do. What? No, I, I do understand. I, I am no, But not... then, that's a retarded... Oh, sorry. Eh, eh. Convert... Here's the that's problem. A bad argument. 
here's the in problem though i understand like yeah quote the the, the counter argument to right clicking and yes i have i have debunked this in that episode is but you don't got the blockchain though and hey it's a valid point if you own an nft you have a certification that can never be erased that says that you own it and if you're the kind of person that likes collecting generally kind of useless items hoping they'll appreciate in value because you want to just say that you own them and that you can sell them at, at any point nfts are actually kind of the perfect thing for you but that's not most people most people who are buying an nft either are the degenerate losers who want the hexagon <laughs> like twitter profile <laughs> like anybody who has a hexagon on twitter that's just funny like I, I kind of got um, I got like a little tilted at everybody. Well, not tilted, just like I was kind of disappointed with like all the hexagon hate going around on Twitter because it was pretty much just leftists hating NFTs because uh, my environment and uh, my uh capitalism essentially they hated NFTs because they didn't see them as worth anything personally, and I still ultimately agree with that point, but. That was months ago, and I looked into it since then, and I've realized that the technology behind NFTs is solid, and it could be used for something actually important and actually cool and useful and, you know, worth investing into. But right now, where they are right now, it's it's certainly not my thing, and if it's your thing, bro, you a bozo. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just going to say, you a bozo, alright? You can do it, and you should obviously be allowed to do it, and, like, that's, you know, if that if that makes you happy, then you know what, that's that's your W. That's your W. I'll, you know, I'll take the all on that one. But if, you, if, if, you're, if your pastime is buying and selling NFTs, like, I don't know, you kind of a bozo. <laughs> that's just me, though. That's just me, though. I'm going to be honest. Like, if someone gifted this to me i'd be happy would you i would be happy i'd wear that shit on my twitter oh my god what? why you would Bro. you would you would wear the hexagon i'd wear the hexagon hell yeah dude. oh my god See, just me, so everyone knows oh no dude. me personally i like tangible things i don't like this why i don't like nfts like for me they're not tangible like they're like funko pops but digital you know eh, but funko pops are tangible funko pops you no, but, like, that's what i said they're Funko Pops, but digital, you know? Yeah, they so they're like... They code appreciate value. They also go fucking go drop as hell. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like they're somehow even more worthless than Funko Pops. Which is kind of <laughs> saying something. Exactly. I will say, um, he's making stupid money on this. Some of them yeah. are going for 1500 ETH. Well... And, and ETH yeah. is about $1,200 right now. Oh my really? god! 1500 dude. I, That's a fuck ton of money. Okay, well, you know what? C congrats on anybody who currently owns a Trump NFT, despite all of the warnings and all of the naysayers, because you just got fucking, you got loaded. I'm just that that e that thing is worth two million dollars almost. Okay, but, two million dollars for an NFT. <laughs> wow. Okay, you know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. But fun fundamentally, I, I have to say, the only reason why the Trump NFT actually pulled off. Which let's be real, it had no right to. But let's just let's just consider this, right? The only reason why it had any like way of pulling off is because 
Trump, like a couple of other, a couple of others in the modern day, has gotten a cult following. Originally, in 2016, people liked Trump because he was inherently kind of anti-establishment, and his whole existence as possibly being the president was kind of a rejection of the meta narrative that only politicians who have been, you know, kind of slowly baking in lies and deceit for their entire careers and just kind of saying yes to the people while doing nothing in office or hell making things worse in office. Trump was a rejection of all of that and saying, Hey, anybody can become president just like you. Trump represented the people. But that was 2016. Now it was 2022, 2022, and Trump is like, he's kind of floundering, which is sad because I was, I was rooting for him in 2020. I was, you know, um, I don't know if I, did I vote? I, I'm, I'm retarded, but basically <laughs> I, 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 I supported Trump on this one. I think I voted for Joe Jorkinson, and we got one percent, which was a W. But I mean, look, I I could I, I got I saw the was people. Was it a W? Was it a W? Yes, it was. Was the, it a W? The Libertarian Party cracked one percent. That's a W. That's a W. Yeah, but Trump lost, so we, it's an L. We are third largest party. Damn, bro. We we <laughs> like... beat the Green Party. We beat the hippies. That's a W. But they were throwing away their votes anyways. Why can't you just? Oh my good. god, it's this it's this is bullshit. You're throwing away your votes! <laughs> throwing away your votes. Oh Imagine god. if Donald Trump got a million more votes. Maybe he could have won. That's all I'm saying. I mean the numbers literally suggest that, that wouldn't have happened, but fine. Depending on the state yeah, they came from, it could I th- have happened. I, th- I think you would have a better time convincing centrists to switch over to your your side than convincing libertarians because, you know, we actually have like values that aren't just, like, copy-pasted of Republicans. I know, nobody, but nobody believes us. We're just, we're just crypto-conservatives. We're crypto-fascists. No, we actually have things that we believe that Republicans don't. It's true. I... Alright, alright, okay, okay. (laughs) We we are a valid political... Uh, party and ideology and group yeah, on the planet even, Jupiter, maybe. Even if we, even if we you. constantly infight and don't really get Earth anything to done. Earth to libertarians, Earth to libertarians. Your party fucking sucks. See, look, like I can. Okay, myself. buddy, that's why you have Biden in the office. Damn, bozo, bozo. Wait, but isn't it your fault for not voting for Trump to begin with? Wait, is it <laughs> your fault for losing? Uh, what was it? Wait, but who uh, lost? Seventy-eight though? to eighty-four. I'm sorry. Who, who, seventy-eight who to eighty-four. Lost? Huh? Who lost even low? Like no, no, we, no. We didn't worse. lose. We 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 broke one percent. Oh, you're right. You never win. You're right. No, we never lose. We broke <laughs> we, we broke one percent. What, what Anyways, did you break? Guys, huh? What did you break? I have an idea. I have an idea. So. Uh, I broke a TikTok because it just got banned. <laughs> really? Uh, well, I guess no. what two videos just got uh, taken down. I feel. I feel. I feel yeah, like we're always tried. getting taken down. I don't care anymore. Just, 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 just uh... I, I'm done. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. All right, bro. But yeah. So Trump so, NFTs, kind of silly. All right. If you got gifted it, would would you like it? Like, be honest with yourself. I'm if you're if your parents, right, instead of buying you a new computer, they gave you this Trump NFT. <laughs> 
Would you appreciate that? I would wait. Knowing the Trump hive mind, I would wait. I would wait for the value to slowly inflate. Then, at the last second, I would sell it, particularly to somebody who I thought deserved it. And then, I would walk away with probably probably ten times the amount of money that would go into a new computer. And then, I would make something. I would make something worthy of God's grace. I don't even fucking believe in God. No, I was about to you say, would I see. You would all see. That's creepy as fuck. Maybe that fucking Joe Biden fucking cardboard cutouts getting to your head. What the fuck? There's no way you're having these thoughts. Sonny, <laughs> would you appreciate if someone gave you a Trump NFT? How much of it is it worth? I think like some people are pricing them absurd amounts, but they're probably worth like the cheaper ones are probably worth around two hundred bucks. I don't know, because let's say I keep it all the way until, like, election time, right? I feel like people will want to buy it then, you know, go skyrocket, right? That's my thought process. Yeah. So I would, like, if it's a gift, right, I'm not going to complain about it. I'm not going to be like, oh, it's fucking disgusting. It's a fucking shirtless Trump picture. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not going to be like that. I'm just going to be like, oh, thank you. I'd be Take like, it, but... if someone gives to me that, I'd be like, hell yeah, brother. Pick would up. you give them a head, though? No, because that is gay. Yeah, cause, you hate cause, gay people. Wait, what? Hate gay people. No. Suck, suck the dick, bigot. <laughs> All right, you, you do it I first. I said then. suck the Sonny. dick, bigot. Yeah. Sonny, you, you proved to me that you're a man of culture. Oh, then. Right? I'm homophobic as fuck, but like. <laughs> Bro, you're homophobic? <laughs> I'm right here. Yeah, that's why I'm scared of you. Good. Damn. You scare me. You should be. That sounds so... <laughs> that sounds bad. Really rapey. Anyways, that was Trump <laughs> NFTs. Uh, what's next? Ooh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Over Amnesty. We need to talk about something. Alright. There you go. The situation, we do? Let's just end the podcast now. The situation with the COVID-19 crisis was... You know, in truth, it was kind of unknowable. I I think, uh, and I am I am of course representing, um, you know, the mainstream media and the large corporations and the government when I say that we didn't know that it would turn out like this. And I think going forward, instead of being divided on this, we need to come together in a time of unity. And forget all that bad shit that we did. I'm calling for a COVID amnesty. If you were forced to get a shot that you didn't want, or you would lose your job, let's just let's just not talk about that anymore. It, it never happened. What happened? Exactly. If you were uh, kicked out of a building because you didn't have a mask on and there was a mask mandate, I, I think um, it's better that you keep that uh, that stuff yourself. I, you know, no trauma dumping and all that, right? Um, if you're a person who was denied further medical care because you got sick and you weren't vaccinated, I think, I think instead of complaining, 
about the fact that you almost died. You should just, you should just die. You should, you should just die and you should just stop complaining because we did nothing wrong. What did we do wrong? Exactly. COVID amnesty. Indeed. But yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah, so they're, they're like, um, they're talking about a pandemic amnesty, uh, because quote, rather than blame each other for mistakes, we should declare an amnesty and stop assigning blame, which of course is very easy to say when you are in charge and you fuck up. Yeah. I don't know if you, uh, if you lovely fellow gamers in the audience know this, but I don't think I buy it. I don't think I buy it. I don't think I am interested in giving them any uh, forgiveness for the environment that they made Americans go through. And not even just Americans, the entire world, really. Uh, for the past, like, what? Two years? Two and a half years, give or take? I don't think I'm interested, actually. Uh, are you guys interested in giving them a second chance? No. Never. Never again. Fuck no. Fuck that. Fuck them. And no. yeah, fuck um, that. when they inevitably go back on their whole amnesty plan to just double down and reinstall COVID restrictions three years <laughs> after the original outbreak, what about that? Now, I would never kill myself. <laughs> or sorry, game in myself. Like in, in game. But maybe I would game in myself. Maybe I would. Nah, see, I would, so would. I would game in them. What if we just put on the chicken suits? <laughs> chicken suit status. <laughs> no, like I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm violent. I'm dangerous. I am going to do something very, very bad in the near future, and <laughs> I need to be locked up. No. Uh, no. before something seriously goes wrong. FBI, it was a joke. Alright, it was a meme. It was a meme. I was being satire. I was being comedic. Yeah, I... I don't know what that one, Chief. <laughs> Shut up! Do you want me to go into the fucking psych ward? I am fine. I am completely <laughs> mentally stable. Everything I said was made with a sarcastic, sardonic tone of voice. I am only speaking in the first layer of irony. There is no sincerity behind what I say. June 12th, 2023. Alright, boys. Guess, who we're, guess the... who we're talking about again. This is, <laughs> this is probably the topic you guys have been waiting for. They were waiting for the Trump motherfucker who got arrested today. Right? No, 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 no they're not there yet. Shut up. I mean, we're not there yet. Bro. We're on Andrew Tate. There's more context to this. All right. Oh my god, I'm killing you myself. You have to lead into it. You have to lead into it, then you no, no, put context. No, 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 bro, 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 bro. You can't just give listen, context. Listen, Chicken bro. suits. Bro, bro, bro. Because this is important. This is important. You open up with the big banger. You have big, that... big hook. You have no, big no, no, bro, 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 bro. That's not the big hook, bro. Trust, trust. Bro, There's Twitter. I... There's Twitter infighting. There's Twitter infighting. No, fuck your Twitter infighting. You gotta be there like... Is. Shut up. All right, boys. Listen, boys. context. All right. So, guys. Andrew Tate, our beloved Top G, right? We all support Top G, right, guys? Right, guys? Top G? 
chicken suits. Anyways, he tweeted out, Hello at Greta Thunberg. I have 33 cars. My Bugatti has a W16 8.0L quad turbo. My two Ferrari 812, I don't know how to pronounce that, have 6.5 liter V12s. This is just the start. Please provide your email address so I could send a complete list of my car collection and the respective enormous emissions. Alright. And then Greta Thunberg <laughs> responded to Andrew Tate. Um, and she said this, and she quote tweeted Andrew Tate's tweet, and she said this, Yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at smalldickenergy at getalife.com. So she said smalldickenergy at getalife.com. By the way, I can just I want... just say, can I just say, yeah. um, best, best status of all time, autistic climate justice activist, next line, born at 375 parts per million. Yeah, I just want to point something out. Greta Thunberg's response is funny, but also it doesn't make sense because she's trying to, like, insinuate that Andrew Tay has small dick energy, right? Yeah. But that's her email address. So, uh. is she insinuating she also has small dick energy? Which is kind of weird considering, I think, pretty sure she's a woman. I mean, you know, I what is a woman? Trans. <laughs> yeah, but... A woman. This, this tweet she made has, it's one of the most liked tweets on Twitter ever. It, it has 3.2 million tweet likes on Twitter right now, which is one of the most liked tweets of all time. Um, I thought this was funny. I mean, everyone could, uh, you know, appreciate a good laugh, right, guys? I mean, I, I do love the Top G, but this this was funny. Bro, like, I'm looking at the replies, and then agitates like, how dare you? Oh, yeah, so let's talk about that. So if you guys don't know, uh... Greta Thunberg, she went to the UN, right? And she was basically yelling at all the adults. Like, she was saying, How dare you take advantage of us because you're so old, you won't live to the time when climate change will actually impact you guys. You guys are leaving it with us. How dare you? How dare you? She kept on saying, How dare you for whatever reason. Yeah. And then Andrew Tate was like, How dare you? In the replies, which is funny, you know. It is funny. And then, um, quote, re- quote retreat with, Thank you for confirming your, via your email address that you have a small penis at Greta Thunberg. The world was curious, and I do agree you should get a life. And then it's just a gif. No, it's not a gif, it's a video. It's a video, I've so... I've been duped. This, this video is actually really important, so we should all watch it. Alright, it's really funny. Alright. Oh, all oh, right. and by the way, can I just say, um, last yeah. edited. So this read has been edited, because yeah. Edute has Twitter blue. Alright. <laughs> release some greenhouse gases. I'm obviously a stranger to online controversy. It's not something I often do. But now, the mainstream press is commenting on the fact that I was informing Greta that my very extensive car collection with internal combustion engines, which run on dead dinosaurs, have an enormous emission profile. And she replied by telling me her own email address. Greta's email address is I have small dick energy. Why would that be your own email address, Greta? Strange. I mean, also, I don't want to assume her gender. It's 50-50, but it is what it is. I'm not actually mad at Greta. Please bring me pizza and uh, make sure that these boxes are not recycled. Thank you. So I'm not actually mad at Greta. 
right? Because she doesn't realize she's been programmed. She doesn't realize she's a slave of the matrix. She thinks she's doing good. Someone has sat her down and convinced her to try and convince you to beg your government to tax you into poverty to stop the sun from being hot. And then, because I called her out on it, the global matrix got this bot farm to like and retweet and all this bot commenting to try and pretend that her telling me that she has a small dick in her own email address somehow teaches me a lesson. Welcome to a new episode of The Clown Show. But now I know, at least, that Greta, with a little hate-filled face, bitter, sitting somewhere without the heating on, in the cold, little hat, shivering. <laughs> Use my tweets. We're just going to make my Twitter account far more fun into a turn. Please bring me pizza. <laughs> non don't recycle them. <laughs> and please make sure these boxes are not recycled. Okay, I want to interject here. He's actually being super based. And it's not because he's being a dick about the whole climate change thing. It's that pizza boxes actually most of the time can't be recycled because of the grease. Yeah, you got, you thought, you thought that it was just him being, you know, a fuckboy, but actually, actually, pizza boxes can't always be recycled. They often can't because of the grease. When you have cardboard and it, you know, it gets, um, you know, stained or it gets, you know, uh, wet, then it can't be, uh, recycled or used anymore it's basically just more trash so assuming you know he's not like getting completely dry pizza that cardboard is probably ruined and yes it probably shouldn't be recycled it should be thrown in the trash um I mean, some pizza places put wax paper under it so the grease doesn't get to the cardboard yeah, yeah, maybe, but I, I guess what I'm saying is, um, you know, like, like, okay, for example, Domino's doesn't do that, and I don't know if Pizza Hut does it. Uh, maybe. I don't think they do it. Oh, okay. This, this just became a game of what pizza does Andrew Tate have? Okay, is, uh, guys, Jerry's. this is he has a Jerry Jerry's Pizza. I just want to point something out. All right. Pay attention to this pizza box because it's going to be important. Later All right. On. All right. Pizza box lore. All right. Look, it says Jerry's Pizza. Now, Jerry. is that? Oh, I literally it... just like the next uh, the next frame of the video. I didn't see the pizza box until now. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's Jerry's Pizza. Is that an American company? I don't think so. Maybe right? not. No, no because what, like if look you at look the... at the lettering, right? Yeah. It's a different language. Look at the yeah, and there's like a the, QR code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we look scan at the website address? No, no, no. Look at the website address. What does it say? R O. Jerry's Pizza. Yeah, oh, Jerry's No, Jerry Pizzas. R O, which means Romania, which is going to be important. <gasps> He's not in America. We all knew that though. Well, he I publicly said he lives in a Romania yeah, because. Yeah. Of, like, he can easily do sketch shit. He said this online. So why okay. is that new? How is that new? But just just pay attention, because it's going to be important. All right. All right, all right. I trust, I trust. All right, all right. So unpause the video or whatever we need to do. I already, I already finished watching this. Slave of the Matrix. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't agree with all of it. 
I, I do think that he was probably a little more spiteful and probably in general kind of like, you know, it's that, it's that like, you know, pretty old guard conservative reaction to stop the sun from being hot. But I think that his analysis was probably more spot on than most active climate activists and certainly more spot on than Greta's activism, if you can even call it that. Yeah, I'm gonna be real. I don't think the the tweet was bot liked. I'm I'm sure it was to a degree, but not to the degree he's thinking of. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Um, think... Whatever Republicans like say, like, because c- it's it's usually Republicans who are saying this. They're like, well, actually, no, that's not true because the it's the, been the both leftists sides. Yeah. the leftists call them Russian bots. The the rightists yeah. call them like, you know, like they are actually the originators. They're the pioneers, actually. Hmm. Well, anyways, um, oh, true, true, but yeah, yeah um, you know, I, I, I hear a lot of, you know, right-wing people saying, you know, there's, there's all these bots that are liking and retweeting and commenting, and honestly, I'm not, like, I'm not saying that that's not possible, which, I mean, come on, it, knowing everything that's, you know, happened with, um, Greta's activism, again, in air quotes, um, it's certainly on the table, and I think to believe that it's not on the table is to be at least somewhat willfully ignorant, which, I mean, hey, fair enough, but uh, I, I do think that there is a genuine possibility that some of that traction was botted, but the other thing is people f- might feel like they have an obligation to like and share Greta's tweets because even though she her rhetoric is very clearly uh almost like ecofascistic in nature um her reach is very very high basically anyone like left of center or even cen- center centrists will um you know listen and absorb to Greta's message and then they will receive social pressure to share it around that's how the uh, as Elon Musk would put it, the woke mind virus pops between bodies. Yeah, no, I'm gonna be real. I looked at uh, I just like I, I looked at the likes right, and I just started scrolling through the people who liked it, just randomly. It doesn't really look like it was botted. I'm gonna be real. Yeah, I I I don't think it was either. I think people are just so stupid nowadays that they believe what she said was actually an insult. Because the email was actually kind of, I mean, you could say it was an insult to Andrew Tate, but also, the very minimum, it was also an insult to her own self, right? Yeah, because of her own intelligence. Yeah, It's like, it it, it almost kind of reminds me of leftists calling right-wingers chuds because they're misogynists, I guess. Like, it's very weak tea. Yeah. Oh, oh, and speaking of leftists being really, really shit at uh, roasting right wingers. Hashtag Andrew Taint is trending in the US. Let's see why. I mean, so is Top G. <laughs> Andrew Taint ratioed with 3 million likes by a 19 year old and then getting arrested because of this incredibly cringe response video is actually the funniest. Okay, wait, wait, don't, best don't read way into that yet. 2022. Hold up, hold up. We haven't talked about that yet. All right, trust, trust, trust. Mm-hmm. So, 
I think we got the Andrew Tate versus Greta Thunberg saga out of the way, right? No, there's still one more tweet. Well, I mean, we could watch it, but this is... I, I thought that, Sonny, you wouldn't know this, because I'm a good predictor. Um, this is the video where she was basically shitting on all adults. So if you want to watch it, you could watch it. We'll, we'll watch it together, actually. It's quite funny. What do you mean I didn't know about this? I mean, you, I mean, you told I me. <laughs> you told me you didn't know. About what? But you didn't know. About what? About her speech. She had a speech. Never mind. All right. You know what? Just let's watch this together, boys. It's it's a comedy clip Andrew Tate made. It's all wrong. Why? I shouldn't be up here. <laughs> you have stolen my dreams. <laughs> Yet. You all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? I think I, just I, think it's I, think so I funny. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I want to go back to the, the, the Andrew Taint uh, hashtag because it's literally just leftists crying. Like, like you, you can say the same thing about right people crying about how their top G is fucking in prison. Like, there's a tra- thing trending right now called Top G and it has like forty seven thousand tweets right now. All right, bro. Well, so hashtag, I to talk about this. Hashtag Andrew Tate only has one point six. So realistically, both sides are crying. Yeah, in my opinion, like just cope. I feel like that's a really good way to end twenty twenty two. It's just you know both sides crying about stupid shit that doesn't really matter exactly like it's romania this isn't it's not america who cares right exactly i don't know canada kind of matters because it's like like right above us well they're right above us canada kind of matters mexico's kind of matters but romania come on now the top g matters bro what are you talking about anyways let's be real here agitate just makes money off of like our egos like, he's trying to boost your egos up, and he's like, oh, look, I have this school, which will get your egos and money up as well. But realistically, like, what? I don't even, I'm pulling this percentage on my ass, but I'm pretty sure only, like, half of them even make money off of it. And again, I'm not, like, they're not, they're not resources, yeah. I'm just saying. I doubt. So, I think it's a good time to talk about the major topic with Andrew Tate, the reason why we we're bringing it up. Because he was actually arrested in Romania. Um... And there's a lot of questions on the grounds he was arrested on, but um, a news site in Romania called Libertatia, it's one of the founding newspapers in Romania after they, they broke away from communism, they initially reported that Andrew Tate was arrested for alleged human trafficking. Oh shit. But, I actually forgot an alleged there, because I should have said Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate, his brother allegedly arrested for alleged human trafficking meaning we don't actually know if he was actually arrested and we don't know why he was arrested for his alleged arresting Mm. it's a weird situation right yeah um and people are only starting to pick up on this because they're seeing a lot of clips circulating online the most famous one is uh the first link i put in the chat it's a, a a video of someone recording a new site and Andrew Tate walking out with police. Oh, okay. Let's say it. Yeah. It's got 25 million views so far. Within a couple hours. 
un mic în fața organelor de cercetare penală, deși e dosarul vechi, acum sunt probe noi, cum că uh, acești indivizi milionari, practic, tei... Yeah. Top reply, uh, verified account, uh, Matthias Sundin, which car is that? Then reply, also another verified account, what kind of news is this, top G news or bottom G news? So, apparently, after we were, like, looking at, like, a couple articles, Tris, his brother, has already been released. Yeah, so, there's even more speculation on that. So, um... So another video which led to people believing that they were both arrested was they saw heavy police presence at his uh, estate. And so that's the second video, the second link. And you can clearly see the Tate symbol with all of his cars in his house with police there. Andrew clearly. Tate's home in Romania has been raided by Romanian police in relation to the abduction of two girls. This was later confirmed by paparazzi shots published by spy news now the Th problem this is who elon musk let back on twitter but that, that doesn't make sense right because this happened earlier this year where police came to his house for two girls because a guy a girl's boyfriend like reported to the police that his girlfriend and her friend was you know abducted by tate but in reality she just was just over for a party so is this the same kind of thing well, we don't know yet. Andrew Tate claims the first incident was swatting. Mm -hmm. So someone called on behalf of the, the woman and basically said Andrew Tate was holding some people hostage. That's why he was raided the first time. Huh. Uh, the second time, it's unknown why the police actually came to his house. Now, there is an interesting theory on why the authorities came to his house. And that was because Andrew Tate was eating pizza... <laughs> And the pizza that he was eating was from a Romanian company. Because of that, the police knew that Andrew Tate was in the country. And that's why they arrested him, because he travels a lot. Now, my only, I guess, concern with this theory is Andrew Tate, he flies on jets all the time. That means he uses passports to get in and out of countries. And if you use passports, the police gotta know if you're in or out of the country, right? That doesn't really make much sense. Right, just from a, a logical perspective. But this theory is getting traction, of course, because it was his response to Greta Thunberg's and you know it's it's funny if it's true, right? Let's let's all be honest. The video where he's dunking on Greta Thunberg causes him to be arrested. That's all funny. Um Yeah, I mean it's kinda of funny. It's it's like I would say it's like half as funny as uh you know, people you know Quote unquote, killing themselves after looking into the Clintons, you know. <laughs> yeah. Look, and... I don't want to go into there because I don't want to be put on the list and I don't want to be put in suicide <laughs> watch. But if you know, you know. And also, I am not suicidal and I've never been depressed in my life. If I disappear, you know why. You know why. Were you a happy person, though? Yes. Yes, I am very happy. You're very happy? Very yep. Good. If that now, ever there... changes, be suspicious. Be suspicious. Now, Sonny Hawkeye brought up a good point. Tristan Tate allegedly released um, from prison or jail or wherever he was detained. Right? Andrew Tate, still unknown. But 
Andrew Tate and people around him allegedly released a statement, right? This is all alleged because we don't even know if these statements are true. But they have claimed that they were arrested not because of sex trafficking or child trafficking or whatever it was, but because of white-collar crimes like money laundering. Which is, it's it's interesting. And there's also alleged tape suggesting Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate were released at the same time. So this is all a horrible situation in terms of how to get the facts straight because we just don't know anything right now. Andrew Tate could have been, I don't know, arrested on not paying his taxes on time and the police came to his home and, you know, they wanted him to pay his taxes or whatever. But also he could have been arrested because of this, you know, maybe he is a child trafficker. Let's be real. If he didn't pay his taxes, I don't, do you seriously think this high level of police would be used on him? I mean, it depends, right? It really does. How long did he not pay his taxes? Money laundering is also a serious crime. Right, because basically you hiding gov- uh, you you hiding money from the government, yeah, for illicit activities. So maybe they're gonna connect that to a different crime. We don't even know if he was actually arrested, right? There, you can't really go in Romania and ask for these police records. So it's all a shit show where no one really knows what's happening and people are just going off rumors. Now I'm not gonna claim here and say that. Andrew Tate was definitely not arrested, and he was definitely not arrested on child trafficking. But I'm also not going to sit here and say everything circulating online is 100% true, because there is a chance that it's not. Mm-hmm. And that, that's um, that's kind of where it is. There's also more footage, if you guys want to watch that, sure. of Andrew Tate with the police. It's uh, I'm highlighting the Well, clip. actually, it's maybe it's just kind of going over the same shit. Yeah. He I mean, got arrested, you know. I... I only have to see that guy be walked out by the police with his bald head, and you know, so many times. Yeah, yeah I mean, you see the fit check with these two, bro. They're like, you can see which one's more fashionable. Just yeah, so but like, but like on the other hand, what, what color is my body, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting right. situation. I'll say it that. Is. You know, apparently they're both out, so. Allegedly, how... allegedly, I've only Parent. seen. I've only like my five minutes of research. I've only seen Tristan getting released through yeah, two I've done articles. About two and a half hours. Just ah. my most of my research came from researching this newspaper called Libertatea, right? The the people that initially broke the story, right? It was Libertatea, and then it was the New York Post reporting on Libertatea, um, and Libertatea kind of. They didn't really have sources, but they kind of just claim certain things, which is a bit of a problem in my opinion. And then New York Post just sort of cited them, and then everyone else cited the New York Post. So it, it, it's it's a bad situation to be in if you want to actually get to the facts, because there pretty much aren't none besides some footage being circulated online. Um, so yeah, that's a. Uh, Andrew Tate situation with him being arrested. I don't know if you guys want to add something else. Really fucked situation. I think, like, people are trying to tie in things with the Greta Thumper thing. I feel like just too, too, far. too much theory crafting, right? Like It's it's, too... it, it's it's just kind of cope, honestly. Yeah, it's like you're trying to find an excuse to tie in this controversy that was big 
different reason. What if it was just Look, a crime he did? I mean, to be fair, to be fair, making those kind of uh, lateral jumps, you know, the crazier has happened in the real world. And, you know, assuming that the eco-fascists and what you might call, you know, like the peacekeepers or the silencers and the censors being connected isn't entirely just a conspiracy theory. Part of it is true. That being said, uh, frankly, knowing Andrew Tate, I, mean, I don't know him that well, but you know, from what I've heard, it is entirely possible that all of this was just happening in tandem. And it is important to analyze that, you know, there's probably a reason why he went to Romania, you know. <laughs> I'm going to say this. The theory that the police saw Andrew Tate with the pizza box, just, it seems weak to me because he flies a lot. So obviously you have to get important documentation and you have to verify they're entering a country. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. Yeah. But maybe they did use it. Who knows? But it seems weird since they also raided his house beforehand. They must have known the address, right? It, it it makes no sense to me. I don't know. But there's always that possibility, I suppose. Won't throw it out the window completely. Alright. I think that's the end of that topic. Alright, let's yeah. move to the next topic. Uh, so... King Echo. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Well... Uh, this is not about America, so we're going to keep it short and we're going to keep it brief. Because frankly, to some extent, who cares? But this does set a pretty bad precedent and I feel like it's important to talk about. So, how many of our, how many of our audience um, live in Canada? Zero? Got it. So... Actually, I could check the analytics on that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Come right, on, continue while I check that. Continue. continue. Okay, okay. Continue. okay. All right, so, you wanna know who lives? I got you. All right, okay, I got you. Go Don't even worry about it. So, Canada, it's two point six percent, a hundred and three views. Okay, bro, that's a lot. And their duration actually is pretty little, twenty one seconds. Fuck you guys. Hours, <laughs> zero point six. Suck my dick. And uh, you see. can go in the shitter, alright? India has more... We have more Indian viewers than Canada. Okay. Oh, yeah, dude. So, shout out to all of our 21-second Canada viewers. So uh, 29? At the, 29. Well, the average view duration. This, this is for you. We need, we need to talk about some well, you gotta, in your country. Yeah. You gotta so. say the specific fans. We got 172 fans from Canada. 103? What do you mean, 172? 172. Whoops, that was a misclick. Okay. Where are you so, that? I'll send you a picture. Right. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, Canada's got this program. I don't know if it was just instated or if it was just given a huge power boost, but it's called MAID, uh, which stands for Medically Assist... It's, it, is it Medical Assistance in Dying? Medical Assistance in... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Medical Assistance in Dying. So, yeah, it is. So, um, um, it was sort of, it was, it was instated by Bill C-7, which is an amendment to the criminal code, which is specifically, uh, created to help those with, you know, terminal conditions or things that won't get better to be able to request for a medically assisted suicide, um, if, you know, if, if, if they're just going to be suffering, 
And generally, I think the premise is fine. Because at the end of the day, while it is horrible, you should have the right to kill yourself. You are the one person where murder is and probably shouldn't be illegal. Now, that's not because you should kill yourself now. It's because um, nobody nobody else, especially not the government, should be able to tell you whether or not you, know, you, can, you can end your own life. And if you're suffering from a terminal medical illness, it may be a better option for you. That should be a decision that you should, you know, be able to make on your own accord. But it's probably, it probably makes a little bit more sense for those, you know, who maybe don't have the facility to kill themselves if they, you know, if they're terminally sick and they're in the hospital, uh, if they can get medically assisted uh, death. This is supposed to be a fucking edge case. Like abortion. Abortion should be an edge case. Like, you know, if the mother's life is in danger. Or, you know, we're, we're not getting into that. We've been over the abortion topic multiple times in this podcast. But the most important part in the May discussion is whether or not doctors should basically be able to be allowed to help uh, terminally sick patients end their own lives. I happen to think that it's probably a pretty good idea in theory, just because of that so of that sort of rights framework. Oh god, I think I've got it. But it can be misconstrued. It can be taken too far. And the the way that it's been executed in Canada is uniquely disgusting. I don't know if you, I thought if either of you really know what I'm talking about, so I will give some examples. Um, I won't be going into too much detail because, first of all, I don't remember all of it, and secondly, this is a very serious discussion. I do not want to humiliate anybody or, you know, make a light of the situation. There was um, a person whose illness basically completely bedridden them, and the care that they were supposed to be receiving from Canada, which, you know, has public health care, right? Um, the, the quality of service that he was receiving was so poor that he decided it would literally be better and easier to apply for a medically assisted suicide because they literally just weren't caring for him. This is one of the, I would argue, one of the best arguments against universal health care is that by universalizing it and basically making doctors slaves, or rather uh, making the doctors, uh, you know, bills on the patient uh, everybody's problem instead of just the patient's problem, um, this naturally creates a significant decrease in quality of care, which is arguably the most important part. Quality of care can be the difference between somebody dying and living. It can be the difference between somebody making it out of a surgery with, you know, in one piece or with serious disabilities going forward. It can be the difference between somebody getting over an illness and somebody succumbing. You know, this is, it's probably, I would argue, one of the most important parts of medical care is making sure that 
everybody is getting the absolute best medical care that they can get, generally. I know that, you know, it's very easy for me to say that, you know, if you're if you're a poor person, maybe maybe you don't care as much about the quality of service as long as you can get it. But generally, if if the conditions are so bad that you say to yourself, I think I'd rather kill myself. Probably not working out, probably not working out. There are many other horror stories where people were just so poor that um, they would rather just die. And the Canadian government seems to have no problem with this. But then there are the situations where there are people who actively don't want to die. They actively don't want to go through with this. They just want medical care. And they've been very clear about it. And the doctors said, um, in this one particular case, I, rem- I remember there was a clip of, the, of one of the doctors saying, we don't have to make it a huge big thing. You can just, if you want, you can apply to die. And the conversation was about him getting better medical care. It's not that he was, you know, terminally sick and needed a way out of his suffering. It was that um, he was considered a burden on the Canadian uh, health system and it it incentivized the doctors to basically give him only one option and that was to die obviously this is fucking overreach but we didn't cover it in the last episode where it was maybe a little more relevant and i felt like i had to put it in here just to cover all my bases this is obviously fucking horrible and if anything like this ever, ever comes to the U.S., we need to fight it. Because it's not just giving people options. It's not just, you know... It's the, it's the, it's the moral thing to do, right? It's, it's dying with dignity, as the, the website says. It's not. It's actively killing people or putting people in a situation where death is their only option. Because of a healthcare system that is ultimately not really like prepared to deal with a population of civilians. So basically what I'm saying is if there's ever a bill talking about medically assisted death, definitely think twice before you vote for it because it could easily end up in a very similar thing like this for, for the love of that maybe non-existent God if they ever say dying with dignity, red flag. Red flag immediately. Uh, yeah, so, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Sons of Liberty, what, what do you think about uh, dying with dignity and medically assisted uh, suicide? I think it's morally incorrect. I mean, it's illegal here. A doctor can't just like fucking kill you just because you don't want to live anymore. And even if you're in that medical state of like fucking vegetable, it's illegal here. So... Oh yeah, remember when um remember when uh when people were depressed? Oh yeah, this is another thing about the maid thing that I forgot to mention. Um mm-hmm. if you're depressed or like you're marked with a mental illness, you can apply for maid. So if no, you're... Bet. All right, let's do it. Agree. <laughs> so if you have Canada, if, you, if you have depression, which one of the symptoms of depression is suicidal ideation. If you have depression, they'd be like, "Oh, bet." Like, what? Sign it off right now. Let's go. 
Yeah, no, that's um, that's horrible. Yeah. I think we all agree on that. For sure. Uh, this was signed into uh, law on March 17th, 2021. So this has been in place for a while now. Wow. Well, no, I'm not that, sure how that, to transition. No, 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 I got this. That was horrible. Right. Speaking of horrible. Oh, yeah, Logan Paul. Fuck that scumbag. Am I right, boys? Also, we've reached the hour and 20 minute mark, so you might want to quick this up a little. No, so, like, bro, Logan Paul is, like, see, you, got, you either love me or hate him. Like, his drink, Prime, with KSI, mm, love that drink. Him and his personality, hate him. He legit told his friend who believed in like religion to get therapy because he believed in his religion. That's just <laughs> ba 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 based. I think I've seen that clip circulating. That is that's bad. Zaced. Yeah. Traced. Um, you know, Zaced. Maybe when we do the live stream, we could do a deep dive in Logan Paul's arguments because I, when I first saw him, it was very easy to pick at them and just destroy everything he was saying. Um. So that could be a funny episode, I suppose. Yeah, we could but... also uh, examine why he was totally right, because religion is a <laughs> mental illness. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on. and get me, huh? Come and get me. Come and get him with your shotguns. <laughs> oh my no, 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 God. I don't mean that. <laughs> oh, is, 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 it, back. is it because I'm a furry? Is it because I'm a furry? No, it's not hunting season. I'm not a furry. I'm not a furry. It was a meme. It was a joke. All right, guys. Well, speaking about furries... Let's what? talk about Logan Paul's game called CryptoZoo. Oh, God. And CoffeeZilla, I talked about him in the last episode. He does amazing journalism. We talked about FTX. I cited him. I'm citing him again. He did a, a, an amazing job exposing Logan Paul. I recommend everyone to go view his video. But before you do that, obviously, listen to what I'm about to say. Uh, the, the, the spark notes of it is basically... Logan, with the help of Jake the Crypto King, his manager Jeff, and Eddie Ibanez, which is kind of a third-party figure, created a video game named CryptoZoo. And CryptoZoo is kind of like a, a rip-off Pokemon. Um, in CryptoZoo, you could buy Zoo tokens. That's not the rip-off part. Just wait a little bit. With the Zoo token, you could then purchase animals that you can breed. And then hey, yo, when you have yeah. two animals that you purchased, you could create a hybrid and once you create a hybrid, you could either keep it or store it and it accumulates value. And then you sell it, which then earns you more zoo token. So, I mean, if you kind of plotted this idea out, it kind of looks like a pyramid a little bit. Yeah, I mean? it does, actually. It also, um, <laughs> it, it kind of, I mean, the fact that they're called zoo tokens. Uh, God, that, that word. Um, do you know, do either of you know about the Zeta community? Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Do, do either of you know about that that uh, no, quote unquote no. community of, of fucking criminals? Yeah. So the Zeta symbol has been uh, subverted to stand for active and public zoo files. This video is getting demonetized. We're not making money off it, anyways. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, let's not try to get our third strike. We haven't even got montaged yet. Wait, do we have our second? 
No, no, no. So that was a warning, okay? It wasn't a strike. It was a warning. Yeah, no, it wasn't a strike. We, we don't even have a first. We're good boys. That's like that's like the first out of four strikes because there's four strikes you could get. First is a warning. Second is your first strike. Third is your second strike, and then fourth is your third strike, which deletes your channel. But yeah, so wait, so do we have strike one? No, we have a well. I would consider it a strike, but YouTube says it's a warning. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. So, right. So what? Where was I? So yeah, that. Uh, basically, if you see anybody with a Zeta symbol in their profile, uh, they Run. fuck. They fuck animals. Run. It is that simple. Or or they want to and they identify with it, but they don't actually. Which I don't. I don't buy it. But basically, um, yeah. So so the fact that it's called a zoo token that's that's unfortunate. But the other thing is that, um. This this whole uh, concept kind of reminds me of, um, I don't want to name it because I don't want to like like burn bridges for sponsorships and maybe it's like slander, but I don't know. You can always just edit it out of the video if you think it's a bad idea. That one game like Merge Dragons or some shit, and it's what? It, 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 there's there's like ads for it like 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 if you oh Dragon City. Uh, well, there's there's, Great there's, Shadow there's, there's two of them. Oh my god, there's two of them. No, because I, I think I have the app. I think I have it. DJ God, Sunny Hawkeye. No, because, because Mr. Beast, yeah, Dragon City. Mr. Beast is a sponsorship with them. And I've just had the game. It's like you combine dragons to get rare dragons, and boom. Okay, well, number one, that sounds like Pyramid Scheme, but number two, <laughs> but the thing it's is, you're not spending money. Pokemon. It's basically Pokemon. Well, uh, well okay, Pokemon you don't mix, you know. Yeah. It's not, you know, well, you uh, throw your fucking balls and then you get animals. No, hey, no. So you... the only thing I can see where it's like Pokemon because there's eggs in yeah. in the game. You have to walk to open them. Except this game, you have to. You are you, you are out of pocket. You are out of pocket. Did you, you just say? Did you just say you throw balls at animals? <laughs> yes. That's what you do, though. Technically, you do. He's not wrong. Bro, you, you take your fucking Pokeballs, you throw it at an animal, and then it gets trapped. So That's essentially what it is. You, you trap in the animal with your balls. Okay, <laughs> enough with this. Enough with okay. this. Let's just move on. You remember Eddie Ibanez? I mentioned him. He's like a third-party actor. Yeah. Well, he was brought onto the team because of his connections. Yeah. That and that was sense. a lie, because he had no connections. He was also brought on because of his background, which includes him being an orphan, which is a lie. And him going to MIT, which is also a lie. Hmm. So basically, this guy, Eddie Ivan, has built up this whole persona to get on this team. And he basically delivered nothing. And this gets even more interesting, because I mentioned Crypto King, which is one of the lead actors in this uh, this this game, Crypto Zoo. Mm -hmm. Crypto Zoo. Crypto King actually stabbed Logan Paul in the back by buying a whole bunch of Zoo token before release. And selling it for... Uh, selling it for expensive once he accumulated a lot. So basically, it's a it's a rug, right? You buy it's a, a lot. It's a rug pull, yeah. Yeah, you basically buy a lot, and then once the price is very high, you sell it, and then you make a massive profit. And according to Coffeezilla, whose investigative journalism is amazing, he made around six million dollars. And Eddie Ibanez, who the guy had basically no credentials, but he basically swindled his way into the project, mm -hmm. made around one point seven million dollars. Now. <laughs> To get to Logan Paul and his manager Jeff's defense, they did not sell any zoo tokens. But they do have a couple issues that should not be um, ignored, I suppose, is the right word. 
one of the issues is they fail to pay developers and they promised to pay developers a million dollars. Now, these developers actually froze the code to the game until Logan Paul paid, which he never did. So Logan Paul doesn't have access to the game. Which, you know, it's it's okay, right? You can admit, hey, you know, it's not working in our favor. I'm going to put this game to the side. I'm sorry, guys. This was my mistake, right? It's okay to admit that. Yeah. But what, but what went wrong here... Well, it's, it's not okay because he should deliver on his promise, but it would have been better than what he did, which is he basically went to his investors and all the people that bought Zoo Token and said, guys, the game is going to launch. Don't worry. Hold on to your Zoo Token. It's going to get better. And of course, with hindsight, this never happened. Logan Paul led on people. He basically led on people to hold these crypto tokens to a, a, a promise that was never going to be delivered and a lot of people lost money. Well, he gained because he could essentially lead these people on without taking the massive hit to his image. And CoffeeZilla did a great, uh, he, he made a great video about how this was bad. So, good job to CoffeeZilla. Um, CoffeeZilla the GOAT. He is the GOAT, actually, so I really recommend it. Please go watch his videos, he is amazing. In my opinion, he's one of the most important journalists of our time. And I don't mean that with wow. any any um what's the word i'm looking for any insincerity i really do any, mean that i do believe that any irony and gotcha. yeah okay cool he's for sure really important so that's where i'll leave that all right anything else about the crypto zoo fiasco no no okay yeah. bro he was going through a redemption arc like long ball think about it like, he was doing all good things, you know. But then he came back to his fucking scummy ways. To fucking scamming him. I, I, like I don't think he ever left millions that. Dollars. Huh? I don't think he ever left that phase. I don't know. I feel like he was going through think a redemption about it. arc. Every, everything but... that he had done had been in the service of his own image. He That is true. He pretty much lived and died under his own brand. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it is when you combine it with everything else. He was a pretty textbook classic narcissist, and so was his brother. Yeah, I mean, you could argue, obviously, and I think it's very easy to argue without any resistance from even Logan Paul, that he went through that whole redemption arc to save his career. I think that's very clear. I mean, um, yeah, when you when you post a body of a guy fucking hanging in a forest, and then. And then you you publish it because of course he had to have seen it and then decided yes this is good for YouTube. Yeah, um, you know, and you could argue all that, which I think is fair. But I think where Logan Paul cannot escape this argument is that he scammed uh, his fans. You know, Kavizel actually interviewed a lot of people, and some of these people lost like five hundred thousand dollars, which is. It's mind blowing to to hear that, but you could understand why people would assume, right? Would assume with the situation. Logan Paul, he went through this redemption arc. They think he's a trustable figure now. All is well and swell, and he does he does this to them. I mean, right. it's it's really bad. In my opinion, he took. It's worse than if a regular influencer just took advantage of their fans because right. in this situation, he used the 
the redemption arc as uh, as something in his favor. He used the goodwill of his fans, who had really you know stuck out for him when frankly nobody else would, and he used that goodwill and he abused it. Yeah, it's um, it's even worse. I will say, um, this makes the the suicide video look like uh, like like nothing morally, because because when you think about it realistically, the reason why that video was so bad was because it was incredibly disrespectful and it just showed how shallow and vain his content was. All of that was fixable. All of that was redeemable. But the problem is he didn't. He didn't change his personality. He didn't change his approach to content creation. He didn't change who he really surrounded himself with. He didn't really change anything. He just I feel like he did change who he surrounded himself with. Well, look... Yeah, he, he, started, he, started that, different. He, he started that podcast, I guess, you know, with, with his beard. But but think about it like this. Um, even after you know, the um the, the pointless beef between him and Jake and uh, KSI, that that one's still stuck, but that's that's you know. And then the 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 Suicide Forest video. Even after that he was still doing stupid shit. Like remember the boxing matches? What was I that? Think... What was the boxing matches that he charged yeah. people to watch? What? But that's all it was before. What? To be fair, I'll, I'll give him leniency on the boxing matches because I do understand why they were charged. Um, what I do think is even... Well, I didn't mention this in the CopyZilla thing, but he actually made a previous token to Zoo Token. It was called, like, Dink Doink. All right? And he basically rugged that project as well with his fans, but he blamed it on something. I forgot what it was. He was like, oh, it's the developers. You know, this is not the true me. Just wait, I'm going to launch another project. And then he used that, like, failure to also catapult CryptoZoo, which is kind of, like, even more shitty. Um, but, yeah. You know. He's stacking failure upon <laughs> failure like a Jenga set. Yeah, you know. And I think a lot of the, the horrible parts, the aspects of the the CryptoZoo project as well was he's the credibility of he's also sinking in his own money. Yeah. But that's not entirely the same as a, a kid investing, I don't know, their life savings in this project because Logan Paul investing a million dollars is not the same as a kid investing their life savings. It's just not. Logan Paul is a multi-millionaire. He could probably tank it and be fine mm, the next but day. To, but to be fair, it was still a million dollars and that should be yeah. Oh yeah, it is. It is a lot of money. He he but... very clearly did take a risk with the rug pull, but that doesn't make the rug pull any more moral. Yeah. If anything, it just proved his dedication to being kind of like, horrible, sociopathic. And yeah. And Anyways... I think that wraps up Coffeezilla, which means we've only got one more topic for the night. This one was a long one, but cupcake down, boys. Cupcake down. I repeat, what? the cupcake is going down, boys. It's it's falling shit, bro. Cupcake? cupcake is cupcake is gone, guys. Cupcake is going gone. All right, that uh, doesn't make sense, but cupcake. All right, he's, he's about to expire, bro. <laughs> what? The cupcake's about to go bad. All right. So according to Keemstar, which is the source, trust me, bro, expert, <laughs> EDP has kidney failure and diabetes, meaning within the next couple of years, he probably will have a premature death now i don't like i'm gonna be real with you i don't wish death upon anyone i think that's wrong agreed and i will not make an exception for edp 
Yeah. But I do think it's quite ironic that this is how his his life goes down, you know. In a way. Uh, I think that you can like fundamentally th- this entire situation is like you can only have so much pity for somebody when right. they're like you know I, I i it's not even that they like he was like a pedophile he was a predator he was actively a predator and i don't want to hear no oh it, it was actually genuinely was just a cupcake hell no come on now we know we know what that was i mean he admitted to it like anyone who watched that tape obviously knows he knew and he knew what he was doing so yeah, yeah. so uh, look i don't know for his death i don't think anybody here wants his death It'll it'll be what it'll be, but I'm not gonna cry over it. Yeah. All I gotta say is, as a fellow extremely fat guy who is probably eventually gonna be a risk at similar shit, all I gotta say is, skill issue bozo, survival of the fittest, <laughs> or survival of the fattest. Uh, yeah. Or he'd take the Jared from Subway Path. Oh wait, no, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's a redemption arc here. I meant the skinnying up. <laughs> the skinnying up, yeah. But uh, maybe, maybe that process will never change the fact that he uh, just wants cupcake. <laughs> yeah, that's he just wants his cupcake, man. All right, you know what? Here, I I got the trajectory for EDP's redemption arc. Step one, move away from cupcakes. Move on to full adult-sized cakes. Step two, that's it. I mean, he's already fat enough for it. You know, you could probably make it work. Yeah, he's running mad. <laughs> about to die. I'm okay if, with to that. To be fair, he's got like five years of the tank, I assume, at the most. Uh, well, you know, so he, bad. He, could, yeah. he could make it out the other end. He could. Yeah, I mean, Maybe. technically. I mean, if he survives the first year, which is not very probable. And then if he survives the next year, which is even less probable. And then the third year, which is even less probable. But in three years, he could get into shape. It's, it's possible. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> wow, that was dark. Anyways, uh, yeah, so... Do we got anything to wrap up the episode with? Sort of tie it all together? Go like our TikToks. Yeah, I mean, if it's not already banned, because, like, the Kanye video got taken down just right now, the the other one, the gay one, got taken down. Yeah, it's not looking good at TikTok right now. Maybe it's because of tags I use. Yeah, maybe I should make the tags. But, like, come on, my tags are funny. But they get us, our videos taken down, so is, is it worth it? Yes. No. I find it worth it. No. Anyways. I'm a dirty D2 casual. I'm Sunny, your host with the most. And I'm King Chow. Merry Christmas. Uh, happy holidays. Happy belated Christmas. I'll, uh, happy New Year. Fuck it, I'll see you see in 2023, news. bitches. See you guys next year. Another year. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, um, year I guess I just, you know, I, I hope we all die.
in a nuclear fire for World War Based. III. Based. Hell yeah. So I'll see you in the fireball. You worry about leaving a better planet for our kids. How about leaving better kids for our planet? Entire generation offended at everything. Getting mad that a human thinks all lives matter. We don't need black or white or left or right. What we need is common sense. We need balance. We're all in the same boat. Why are you trying to make holes? If they sink, we sink. This is madness.